Hey friends, welcome back. I'm Heidi Nielsen, and this is the Athlete Emerging Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about workouts. Yes. So uh, I recently shared with you about having gone through a typical day's food with Coach Brian. And following that, we went through a typical week's worth of workout. And this seems like the perfect place to share that information. Fill you guys in on what I'm currently doing now how that's different from what I've done in the past, and then we'll see how things progress and change over time. All right, so diving in. (laughs) I've been working out really hard. I think I may be a little bit low blood sugar right now. I'm noticing myself just kind of pausing and thinking, going, what's going on? That's one of the fun and interesting side effects of working out with a fury. But I'm being better about remembering to refuel and get those sugars up right away afterwards. That actually has been huge and made critical differences for me. So I am still functional, mostly. Yes. (laughs) All right. So a typical week's work out. I can speak English. I can do this. (laughs) I will hit the gym four or five days a week to do resistance training. And I like to do big integrated movements where I'm working a lot of different body parts at the same time, but each day is going to have sort of an isolation focus. So what I mean by that is to work, I'll work back and biceps one day, and instead of choosing to just sit and do hammer curls, which are really, really gonna isolate specifically one head of the bicep, I'm gonna work on my chin-ups and pull-ups. So I'm getting integrated back and bicep, some abdominals in there, a more integrated core focus. There's a lot of core in all of my workouts, which is great. So I already mentioned that back and biceps is one of those four to five days. I've started coming up with fun names for them because it makes it a little bit more campy and cheesy and more my style and keeps me excited. So. My favorite workout these days is probably what I call the girly curves workout, and that's the day that I work chest and butt. It's girly curves, there's back and biceps, there's quadrapalooza, which is a party of painful, long, sweaty fun for my quadriceps, which I have now started adding some uh, serious hamstring focus to the end of as well, because Uh, Brian and I were just talking recently about how imbalance around the knees can contribute to knee problems, as you've heard me talk about in the past with my problematic knees. And it's easy to get in our heads that the way to support our knees is to strengthen our quads. But actually, we are generally so quad dominant in our society that it really is the hamstrings that need more love, both in terms of lengthening and strengthening. So I have added a specific hamstring focus to the end of quadrapalooza. Uh, Don't let the name fool you. So that's three of the days. Uh, Fourth day is, and these aren't in order, by the way, the order kind of moves around 
as needed with which, whichever body parts are feeling freshest and ready to work. Just try to make sure to hit them each once a week. Fourth one is triders, which is triceps and shoulders. And the fifth one is what I call ins and outs. Uh, it's focusing on hip abduction and adduction, inner and outer thighs. But that's done with a lot of TRX suspension work um, or slider or glider discs on the floor. So that really is about a super focused on core integration day. Even though I'm calling it inner and outer thigh and I do like to make sure I get burned in those muscles, it probably is working more core and stabilizers than anything else. So that's how I currently have it set up. In addition to those days at the gym, I have just started adding in some sprint training. I'll go into more detail about my sprints and other plyometrics in a future episode because Brian and I just had a great lengthy talk about that. I've got a lot to say about it. So I don't want to get too much off on that right now, but I'm currently doing very brief sprint workouts I did them twice last week. Uh, I haven't done them yet this week, so they'll get in one this week. Just once or twice. I mentioned in a previous episode that running was not a part of my training, and so I'm just baby stepping in and trying to progress it gradually. And I'll talk a lot more about gradual progression and everything I've been learning about that in the future. So. For now, just know that there is a bit of sprinting going on in there because I want to be rocking for those obstacle course races that I'm so jazzed about these days. In addition to that, uh, there's always a day of surfing with my surf buddy, and I like to get over to Diavolo Dance Theater and train with them. They have some pretty badass circusy muscle conditioning classes and dance classes that they offer twice a week. So I like to get there once a week if I can. And about every other week, I also try to get down to the local circus school for hand balancing class, because being able to do my handstand push-ups is really important to me. I don't know if I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but my workout buddy, Mike, I call him my workout buddy. I don't think we've ever actually worked out together, except for surfing, he's also my surf buddy but we always debrief about each other's workouts uh, and our workouts with each other. So he's kind of my fitness buddy, even if in word more than actual workout, uh, we'll, we'll whine about our aches and pains and ice together. <laughs> but I tagged him in one of these little partner workout videos that goes around on Facebook. It was cute. Uh, if you are into strong, beautiful women, the female hard body is a really fun Facebook page to follow. That's one that I follow for inspiration. And they posted one day, a super cute little partner workout video. It was a pair of women. I don't know who either of them were. They were in hot pink spandex pants and cute little sports bras and just doing, you know, partner push up with a clap. And I think they may have been doing some back to back squats. I can't remember everything they were doing, but it was cute and it was very girly. And it was not along the lines of what these super hardcore bar workout calisthenics guys that you see doing the like German team videos. Uh, Bar Brothers are one of those that's at the top of my head right now. Um, Calisthenic Movement, I think, is the name of the other one that I'm following. There's there are quite a few of those, and those are those are kind of the hardcore 
crazy mind-blowing strength side of the spectrum. And then this video that I'm referring to that was posted of these two gals was sort of the other end of the spectrum. It was more, maybe more inspirational for people just getting into their workout programs, a little bit more accessible, a little bit friendlier of a workout. But it said, tag your workout buddy in this video. And it was mostly women tagging other women. And I was like, oh, what the heck? So I tagged my buddy Mike. And I said, what do you think about this pink spandex? Implying that we should shoot a partner workout video rocking the same pink spandex leggings just because I think it'd be really fun to see my tough guy buddy in pink spandex leggings. He didn't reply to that on Facebook. But we talked about it on our next surf trip. I asked him about it. I said, hey, so what'd you think of that video? And he said, actually, honestly, I kind of thought it was a little bit weak, which you, you'd expect coming from him. His his workouts are, okay, is, is XYZ exercise feasible and doable now? Great, let's put it on a BOSU. Uh, oh, so you figured out how to do this variety of push-up, you can make that work for you. Now put it in TRX. He's always looking for the next level of challenge, which I love about him. It's one of the reasons why our, uh, we're great for bouncing workout ideas off of each other. I like that sort of internal one's upsmanship. Not competition with each other, but just competition to always push ourselves to the next level of crazy, which I love. So coming from this perspective, he's like, okay, yeah, that was cute, but it's not really what I'm trying to do with my workouts. And I said, okay, all the more reason why we need to film a workout video with the kind of workouts that we're into. And, you know, show the world another way to do it. So what he said to that was, my buddy Mike said, as soon as I have my freestanding handstand push-ups coming down to 90 degrees, we will film a partner workout video, not in pink, but in gold leggings. And I'm so excited for this. Handstand push-ups have been a goal for me since I saw Jean-Claude Van Damme do them in, I don't even know what movie. Oh gosh, 25 years ago. <laughs> I should go back and find out what movie that is and rewatch. Maybe they weren't even real. I don't know, but they blew my mind when I was about seven years old and I've wanted them ever since. So now I am working on them concertedly. And as soon as I get them, I'll get to film this gold legging workout video with my buddy. And we've already been dreaming up all kinds of crazy, impressive, uh, really fun bits of badassery that we can put into this video. So that has me all stoked. And that's part of fueling my desire to work on handstands as much as possible. So this was a really long involved detail way of saying basically my workouts these days are five days a week in the gym, approximately, that sounds about right, a day surfing, a, day, a hand balancing practice thrown in throughout, but oftentimes a solid hour and a half class of that at circus school, and then um, circusy acrobatic dance muscle conditioning one day a week. So whatever all of that adds up to, uh, it adds up to a lot. <laughs> I do 
make it a point to take at least one day a week completely off, uh, off from the gym, off from the acrobatics. I may not be able to resist getting upside down a little bit those days, but it's certainly not about trying to push out any kind of serious strength. If I'm getting upside down, it's just to get some nice blood flow to my head and maybe maybe I'm doing a downward facing dog with a stretch or something like that. But I do think that there's a lot of importance to having a good solid day off. And I'm on one of those days off today right now. It feels really nice. Days off are strange for me because I don't ever really feel completely awake until I've been dripping with sweat and grunting in agony in my workouts lately. Uh, So days off are kind of a little bit floaty and relaxed and hazy. They're not quite as sharp as on days, which is nice. It's probably good for the brain to have a change of energy for that day too. It's just kind of interesting. I noticed I was debating whether to go get sprints in before recording this podcast today. And it really felt like an appropriate time to take a rest day. I've hit four really heavy days in the gym in a row. And one of those days also had circus training in it. One of those days also had surfing in it. So the body's ready for some rest. And it was it's sometimes hard to honor that. Because I know the gains that would come from getting out and getting my sprints in. And I want to go get them. But more gains will come if I'm taking this in a sustainable way. And letting the body rest as well. So today's a day off. And I'm sitting here being mellow. Chitty chatting on the computer. With you. My friends in Internetville. So that's the overall schedule of the week. Then taking a little bit look more closely, getting a little more granular with the workouts themselves. I am, as far as the gym workouts go, I'm just going to focus on those, the resistance training. I am currently doing all supersets all the time. (laughs) And that will start with, generally work from most destabilized to most stabilized through the course of a workout. So my warm-up sets are going to be something where I'm using the TRX, where I'm on the BOSU a lot, where I am working with the Swiss ball in some way. I like to get a whole lot of core integration and get the whole body warmed up in those initial sets. I'm no longer going and jumping on the treadmill or the elliptical or the Stairmaster or any of those before my workout. I will sometimes hit Stairmaster on leg day, uh, as if I have a singular leg day anymore. That's that's actually one thing that's changed over the last few weeks. I don't have a leg day anymore, and I haven't been hitting the Stairmaster, but I'm not opposed to the Stairmaster. I would do a warm-up on that. I just haven't been. Um, I like my warm-up to get as much of the body engaged as possible. I feel like that helps keep me safe if I have the muscles around the muscle group that I'm working warm and supported and ready to go as well. Plus, when I was rapping with Brian about it, he was saying that his theory is I'm going to get the best muscle recruitment early in my workout. Uh, There's theories that say do the destabilizing at the end of your workout because then you're just really going to have to bring it all and you're tired already. And Brian was saying how, yeah, absolutely, they're going to be harder at the end and you'll really have to work hard for them. And that's great in itself, but 
it won't necessarily lead you to be able to see the same kind of gains on those exercises if you're always putting them at the end of the workout because you just don't you just don't have your all left to give to them so that works well for me because i i've i've been really intuitively putting together this programming i mean I do have my training education and pretty solid understanding of many of these training principles certainly not all of them um, but uh, enough to sort of feel my way through how I wanted to set these workouts up, knowing they were going to be based around supersets and knowing that they were going to be based around as much badassery as possible, as often as possible. <laughs> so each workout will have generally about three different circuits of supersets. The starting with the most destabilized one for whatever area that I'm working on, something that's going to integrate, integrate, as I said, some sort of suspension or some sort of big core focus. And then after whatever that first superset that I've crafted is, then I will take a little inventory and see, okay, what really got nice and burned and toasty from that last set and what is just barely getting warmed up and asking for a lot more focus. So I'll check in, see how the body's feeling. If it's back and biceps day, I might start with doing some TRX rows and TRX eyes, Y's, and T's. Uh, I recommend Googling that if you don't know what they are. I don't even know the words to describe them, but I'll try because I like a challenge. So for eyes, Y's, and T's, you're gonna be facing the TRX straps with your feet on the ground, leaning back, always having that nice, uh, this is a plank position, essentially, keeping a straight line from the heels to the crown of the head, engaging every muscle you can find to engage to support that position. And then where a TRX row is going to be bending the elbows to pull the hands back to you, which is going to lift the torso and bring you towards upright. For your eyes, wise, and T's, you're working with either softly curved or straight arms, pulling the T's are pulling the arms straight out to the side. So it's kind of like a standing version of a rear fly. The Y's are going to be similar motion, that fly motion, but coming up, making a Y shape out of the arms. And then as you can imagine, the eyes are taking the arms straight up overhead to pull yourself into that more upright position from the suspension of the TRX. So maybe that description made sense. <laughs> if not, go Google it. I'm sure there's a zillion videos out there. And if after I've done my, so first superset might be rows followed by, I've been doing jumping lunges on back and biceps day uh, just to get that cardio in. I like to get those bursts of intensity. Uh, and they're just really hard, so <laughs> I don't want to do them on quad day. I want to do them on a different day. So uh, TRX row, jumping lunge, and a standing on the BOSU alternating bicep curl, holding whatever amount of weight is appropriate at the time might be an example of a first superset for back and biceps day. I'll check in, see how I'm feeling after that. That's a pretty balanced first superset. So usually I'll be like, okay, everything feels warm. Everything feels worked. And for me, because I'm really working on those chin-ups and pull-ups goals, I'll go into my next superset really trying to bang out 
those chin-ups and pull-ups, decreasing the amount of assistance that I'm using on the assisted machine. I can't do any chin-ups or pull-ups unassisted yet, though I've gotten really close. I currently can eke out one uh, ugly, herky-jerky, wiggly assisted chin-up with 20 pounds of assistance. So it's getting really close to doing it free hanging. Very excited about seeing that in the coming months. Um, but that's just a, a, a little example of how I might set up a first superset and then check in and see if, if I didn't feel like I had much back engagement. <laughs> how could I not have much back engagement after that TRX set? But if I felt like I really needed back, I might s jump straight into back work as the first exercise in the next superset. Uh, as opposed to jumping straight into the chin-ups and pull-ups. It's going to be based on how I'm feeling after that first one. So it'll be about three circuits set up something like that. And then I like to pop in a quick little bits of that high-energy cardio kind of stuff I was talking about throughout the workout and at the end, just to keep myself feeling alive and, and okay, let's go, energy-filled. It can be easy to get a little bit uh, dragging when you're focusing on lifting and in between sets there can be that kind of like oh okay oh what am i doing um <laughs> so i i will do a lot of jumping jacks mountain climbers those kinds of just loose light bouncy movements just to keep my energy up just say hey 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 i'm still doing this cool and of course as we learned in past weeks getting my easily absorbable sugars be that through food bar or fruit or hummus and pita uh, some kind of yummy number protein shake as long as it's not just protein and it has you know banana dates Mm, I'm making myself hungry as I'm talking about it. Uh, making sure I get that in right after my workout so that I'm not zonkered without any sugar in my brain the rest of the day. There's the quick overview of what my current workout programming looks like. It's different from my old programming in that I never used to superset. I did love to go and hit the gym most days out of the week, and I would choose to focus on a body part, similar to how I'm doing now, but I would do a set of bicep curls, and then wait a minute, walk around a little bit, do another set of bicep curls, maybe go do some pull-ups, and then come back to bicep curls. My workouts now are a lot more fast-paced than they used to be. Uh, they're a lot more structured, and they're also longer just because I'm, I'm having fun with them and I just want to keep pushing and keep pushing once I get in the role. I'm, I'm really enjoying going for it. So whereas a half hour workout in the past, I might be like, yeah, cool. I just lifted weights for half an hour. Go me. I did great. That's true. And it's still, yay, awesome. If that's where you are right now and lifting weights for half an hour, great. Keep hitting that. For me now, a half an hour doesn't feel like I've done enough work yet even if I'm pushing really hard through that half hour. I just, um, my, my capacity is growing, which is really exciting. I'm already feeling stronger, more athletic, so I wanna push more and take advantage of that. Workouts are running uh, anywhere from an hour 15 to an hour 45 generally these days. I guess they're averaging about an hour and a half, maybe hour to an hour and a half somewhere around there so that's that's the current plan and we are not doing any specific like okay really trying to build the shoulders really trying to tone the buns uh, not working in that level of detail around specific body areas yet 
everything that I'm doing, I'm doing with a weight that's appropriate for me to feel like I'm done all I can do between 10 and 15 reps. Uh, so it's pretty straightforward. None of the really high weight, low reps, uh, except for on my pull-up progressions. Um, and only doing higher reps on things like jumping jacks, mountain climbers, uh, something that's designed to be more high rep as opposed to a straightforward lift. We will go with this for a while and just see kind of where my body lands with this programming. It's already changing a lot. I'm seeing muscles popping out, which is really fun. And um, after, I don't know, a few months, not sure how we'll know when we're moving into the next phase, but somewhere we'll see, okay, body's developing this way. This is starting to look a little bit out of balance. Let's tweak and focus on this building, building up this area more, cutting out this area more, doing that kind of refinement. Not there yet. Right now I get to just have fun, go hard, and build it all. So that's where we are right now in the journey. More to come soon. I hope you'd enjoyed this episode and that it inspires something for you or um, just that I've been able to make you laugh with my distracted, all over, spacey talking. (laughs) Have a fantastic time till we see each other here again. Bye.